I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> Guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. <laughs> I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti-slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> oh, how you doing, fuckers? Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fuck. It's the anti-slut shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. How you doing, girl? I'm doing great. Uh, and Are I'm- you hungry? <laughs> well. Yeah, not not as much as usual. Good. Uh, but it's a very special day for us here at Guys We Fucked, uh, mostly because this is a sponsor that I've been waiting for personally. Whole life. For a very, very long time. Not my whole life because it didn't exist, but True. God help me if it did. My life, my <laughs> life would be in shambles by now if it did. Um, but this episode is sponsored by... Postmates. Now, you guys know I fucking love Postmates because long before having them as a sponsor was even a like twinkle in my sky. Exactly. But even before that, uh, it's a a service that I use probably too much. I'm going to say so much so that I've tweeted about them and they've been like, hey, do you want like, you know, us to send you stuff for free? Um, And I was like, yes, I 100 percent do want you to send me stuff for free. My life was going well since I discovered Taco Bell, but sometimes I can't get to a Taco Bell. And this, I know this sounds like ad read, but it's not. But once I got Postmates to be able to bring Taco Bell to me, everything came together. Honestly, Postmates changed my life as well for that very reason. Not Taco Bell, but like other places. Yeah, because it's like, you know what? There are other places that will bring you food if they have a delivery service in-house. But what are you going to do if you there's a place that you love? And I mean, most times in my case, it's like I'm either in a rush and I need to get other stuff at, at, done at home or I'm just hungover and I need mm-hmm. things brought to me and... I am willing to pay a small fee for those things to be brought to me. I mean, basically the direction we're heading in is no one ever leaving the house. And I'm on board in that uh, <laughs> with that. It's not so much that I don't want to leave the house. It's more that I don't want to have to communicate with others. Right, 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 right. So any way that we can cut that out of the equation. A plus. Is great. I really love Postmates uh, because they get me. Like, they literally go out and get things for me. It's beautiful. Thank you. I want to write a poem about it. Um, Guys, Postmates, if you don't know what it is, it's just, it's just your, your fan, just let your fantasies go wild. Like, they can bring you food. If you, like, realize you have to run to a birthday party and you didn't get a gift, like, they can go to regular stores. They can what? go to, like, Best Buy for what you. What the fuck? I've been using Postmates for a year. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not using it Yo. fully. Yeah, it's great. You, I can mean, go to Staples. They can go. Yeah, Staples is definitely on there. Um, If you are really... This is actually another time I've used it. And it's very... If, if you're really sick and you need medicine, I've had them bring me... Med- like, you can go through. They have the whole chart, like, list of things that they Products. have at CVS or, or, or Dwayne Reed. And you can have them... <gasps> 
bring you shut the fuck up uh, medicines. That's good for your grandma or for you if you're just sick and you can't move. Yeah, obviously like, they can't like pick up a prescription for you, right. but anything that you can get over the counter, they can bring to you. They can bring you the you know like a Gatorade, a box of tissues, and some Mucinex. Oh and I've had God. them do that, and it's really really great because especially when you live in New York, you don't have a car that you're getting into. So if you have to walk like 15 minutes in the cold and you're already sick and it's like snowing, that's not a good situation. Probably better for you to pay someone a little bit to do it. Yes, I know it's a luxury. So if you're poor, don't use Postmates. <laughs> okay, that's not a good way to do to handle your money. But honestly, for a little bit of luck, like you feel like a fucking princess. It feels like you have that uh, black, the Amex black card that I don't even <gasps> oh, think they make I'll anymore. I don't think they make it anymore. Oh, well, I'll really never get one of those. Um, but anyway, anything, anywhere, anytime, whatever it is, Postmates gets it. And if you need another reason to use Postmates, guys, right now, you can get 30 days of free delivery on any order over $20. Damn. And it's like, you're going to do that anyway, when you sign up for Postmates Unlimited. So go ahead, download the Postmates app on iOS or Android and get anything, anywhere, anytime. Damn. Postmates, they get it. I've never backed something more uh, enthusiastically Yo, in my Postmates life. Postmates is the shit. And while we're on this high, come see us live, Please. guys. Uh, the Bridget Bishop tour is in effect. Uh, tonight and tomorrow, we are going to be at Helium Comedy Club in Buffalo, New York. Yeah. And you know what? I know you don't got other plans because yeah. you're in Buffalo, New York. Yeah, so come out. And I don't want to fuck, I, I don't, I don't want to give a fuck you to your town, but also please come to see the show. We're excited to be there, but remember, we cannot come back to these towns if you do not come and buy tickets. So true. And then next weekend, uh, February 8th through the 10th, Corinne and I are going to be in San Diego, California at the American Comedy Club. Uh, very exciting. For tickets to these shows, go to sorryaboutlastnightcomedy.com slash tours and you can get all the other dates for all the other cities we're going to be at because the uh, Bridget Bishop tour is just starting. And then February 14th, uh, is the day that you're going to probably be scrounging at a CVS to try and see if they got any good holiday cards left for you, boo. It's also the day that the comedy album, uh, Joseph Vesey and I, who has been a guest on this podcast, comes out uh, on iTunes. It's called Maybe It's You. It's original sketches and songs. Um, a fun fact about this album is that Joseph Vesey uh, writes for Adam Sandler, his movies. He's written for a couple Adam Sandler movies in a row. And... Uh, Hopefully, I don't think he'll get pissed if, he's, if I say this, but um, one of the tracks he actually played for Sandler and he gave us, this was early on in the process, and he had like one like very small note that he gave us and the fucking note changed the track. It was so, I'm like, God He's not damn. Adam Sandler for no reason. I know, right? So, uh, and then I believe, check out my social media. It's Christina Hutch on everything um, because we're going to be doing a show in Los Angeles the week, the week of Valentine's Day. So... Have fun and come see us. Absolutely. And then if you're in New York, Friday, February 23rd, Nacho Bitches is happening at New York Comedy Club. It's my monthly show that I started yeah. with Blair Saki, but she might not be there. Who knows? If not, mm -hmm. we have a, a series of amazing guest hosts, including Rosebud Baker and Justin Perez, uh, who you've both heard on Guys We Fucked. Yeah. Uh, and you can follow me on social media. Wink, wink. What's your handle? It's Philanthropy Gal. Uh, How do you spell? <laughs> if you don't know that, then you don't need to follow me. Okay, I guess I will. Uh, the show is 11.15 p.m. Uh, tickets are $12 with code Nacho, as always. It's a really, really fun night. And if you want to follow both Christina and I on social media, it's sorry about last night across the board. And it's sorry about last night comedy.com. Yeah. And then the next day, Saturday, February 24th, is Glamopus, hosted by... 
Wendy Starling and myself at Zinc Bar. 7.30 p.m. is when this show starts. It sells out, so get your tickets now. You can find them in the description for this very podcast, as well as the music. Any song you hear on Guys We Fucked, if you just look at the description of that episode, at the very bottom, you'll see links. That's where you get it, because I've had a lot of people asking us about, what's that song with that yeah. guy? And the thi-? Look in the bottom of the description. Well, and also there's a whole Spotify trap playlist yes. dedicated to it. Steven Mabu. Uh, his username I think is the Penta on mm-hmm. Spotify. It is. And okay, and then uh, good, good to know. <laughs> and uh, and he has uh, guys we fucked the anti slut shaming playlist that has all of the songs that we've played. And if you have a band, um, and you have streaming links, you could send them g gwf podcast music at gmail.com because I don't know if you know this, all of the music you hear. Uh, especially for the past year, has all been submitted by Guys We Fucked listeners. You guys are so fucking talented. Thank you for letting us use your musical abilities to make our show shine brighter. Absolutely. And thank you very much uh, to our second sponsor of this episode, uh, Movement Watches. You've heard us talk about them before. We all own Movement Watches. We're part of the, dare I say, movement. Yes, we are part of the movement, Corinne. I really like this, not because I need a watch to tell time, because like, that's what my cell phone's for. Uh, Right. But I do like a watch because it does add to making you think that you're better than other people, which is a lot of fun. I know people like like to walk around and be like, we're all equal and I like to feel like equals. No, no, no. I wish. I the, the notion of people being treated equally, thumbs up. But like actually thinking in your head that you're equal to everyone is preposterous. And I wouldn't believe it if you said it to my fucking face. Anyway, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No one wants, no one, tr- most people hate like or are disgusted by others. That is why things like Postmates are so fucking successful. <laughs> Call okay. Back. And so that that's my feelings on that. So it's like, yeah, why you wear a watch. I want everyone to have equal rights and be treated rights, well. Yes. But do I want to be on the same level as others? Absolutely not. Hell no, not this girl. No, thank you. Movement, guys. You know those <laughs> two college dropouts that started their own watch company? It's crazy how fast this company has grown, which is also kind of just something to light a fire under your ass if you've been wanting to do something and you haven't. Do it. on a, Just a, on a, another track that we're going on. Dare I say move. Uh, now, with almost 2 million watches sold in 160 plus countries, that's not nothing. Uh, they continue to revolutionize fashion in the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. They have even doubled their numbers of watch styles and are now selling high quality quality sunglasses and women's bracelets. I have their like glass, you know, I got LASIK and then I decided to wear glasses uh, anyway, because they're awesome. And I got their glasses and I fucking love them. I wear them all the time and they look really great. Um, And then you don't have to, (laughs) there's something about Christmas in here, but we're going to, we're not fucking talk about that. Fuck it. You thought, you thought give giving was over for Christmas. Nope. Valentine's day is coming because everyone's trying to fuck you up the ass. And our friends at movement, have put together the perfect interactive gift guide to make Valentine's shopping painless. Mm. Whether you're shopping for him or her, find everything from watches to fashion-forward bracelets and sunglasses in Movement's limited edition gift box, all curated by Movement's in-house stylists with their trendiest pieces that your special someone will love. So get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to Movement, that's M-V-M-T, very important. MVMT.com slash GWF. Go to MVMT.com slash GWF. Join the movement. Hey, titty owners, don't you think it's time you get your titties straight? 
When it comes to bra shopping, it's all about finding the right fit for you. And there's only one lingerie brand that offers bras in sizes AA through G. And that brand is, of course, Third Love. Third Love uses thousands of real women's measurements and super smoothing memory foam to create bras that fit great and feel fan-fucking-tastic. While most old-school bra brands only carry 15 sizes, lame, Third Love offers 60 sizes, thank y'all, including half-cup sizes, which no one else does. You might think that, but you're wrong. Third Love knows that there's a perfect bra for everyone, so right now they're offering Guys We Fucked listeners 15% off your first order. To find a bra that you've been waiting for, all you got to do is answer a few simple questions from Third Love's Fit Finder quiz. It takes a minute and you can do it from home. Never have another awkward fitting room experience again. And if you have had an awkward fitting room experience, I'm sorry. Try Third Love bra. It's so comfortable. You might forget you're wearing it. I do say as a as a bigger titty owner, I love Third Love's bras because they make me feel like I'm not wearing a body armor suit to get my titty straight. This year, Make the change. The change that will that will change the way you think about bras. Go to thirdlove, all spelled out, T-H-I-R-D dot com slash G-W-F now to find your perfect fitting bra. Get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash G-W-F. Again, if you're allergic to the rewind button, thirdlove.com slash G-W-F. Third love tits. I like that you spelled third, but not love. You better know how to spell love. As if there's someone. There's on one the thing planet. I can spell. It's love. Is it? L O V E. For me, it's cunt. Uh, oh, that's a great word. It's easy. It's an easy one. <laughs> uh, personal stuff. Well, we don't have any because we don't have a time machine, and we're yeah. recording this a little bit more in advance because right now we're fucking on the Bridget Bishop tour. Ooh, ooh. Oh, going she crazy! She was a loudmouth hoe who got killed for it. Right. I mean, I think she just was like someone who thought differently than the other people of her time and got killed for it. That too. Yeah. Women's rights. Yeah. That's pretty much how it goes. And things. Hope, aren't tour's really probably changing. going real well. And I mean, if anything um, crazy has happened in recent news as particularly pertains to sexuality or women, mm-hmm. uh, we can't comment on it because we don't know about it yet. There you go. So don't get too mad. We'll probably tweet about it. Yeah, absolutely. Don't you worry. Absolutely. We'll make vlogs from the road. Wow. I'm just really going backwards in my email and looking at all the things that I have not responded to. So many things. Mm. Man, I need an assistant. Boy, oh boy. Oh, I need an assistant to be like, hey, brush your teeth, bitch. Oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, I, that's something I never forgot. I love brushing I my teeth. I do it like three times a day. Whoa, really? Sometimes more, I honestly. I love flossing. I love brushing my teeth. Um, okay, so we're going to go right to the mailbag since we don't have a time machine. And if you do want to email us, it's sorry about last night show at gmail.com. Absolutely. Tell us what's going on. Uh, this uh, <laughs> subject line is, I hate it when my boyfriend touches me. Uh-oh. Please help. <laughs> you know, and I always like to think in my head, what is this email going to be? Always. And it's different than I thought it was going to be, but not. That, it's not that different. I don't know. Stop um, spoiling it, Corinne. Sorry. I was really just <laughs> buying time because I had to burp up this LaCroix. That's what was LaCroix. the problem. Is no, it- it's LaCroix. Definitely not. It's definitely like they make it's fun LaCroix. of people. No, it's LaCroix. La- <laughs> oh, you know, sometimes. I thought you knew that. Never knew that. I thought they you just said it LaCroix loud and proud. I thought you just said LaCroix because like, it's like more fun like when people say Target. Like it's silly. Oh, no. I really thought it was LaCroix. Fuck. 
<laughs> now everything's different. Um, How about that bitch who doesn't want a boyfriend to touch her? What about, what's she going on? I want to hey distract fuckers. myself from my own problems. Uh, I recently found your podcast a few months ago and fell in love with it. You ladies are helping the world become a better and safer place for women. I hope. And I strive to be as outspoken and badass as both of you. Definitely speak up. Just not to me on Twitter. Uh, So I have a problem and I'm not sure what to make of it. My boyfriend and I have been together for three years and have two children together. I love him very much and want to be with him forever. So cliche, but it's true. But I've been having an issue lately with how much he touches me. To anyone else, this may seem stupid as most people love being touched and caressed by the person they love. Your feelings aren't stupid, first of all. I want to step in and say. You feel them for a reason. Uh, however, the extent of it is ridiculous. He is constantly smacking my ass, groping my ass and boobs, and always pressing up against me and sticking his hands down my pants and up my shirt. Okay, well, I mean, I get that he so loves much. my body, but it makes me feel so objectified and angry. What's worse is he does it in front of my two-year-old, and Ooh. I don't think she should see that. Correct. I've playfully told him, and there's your problem. Yep. Uh, he does it a <laughs> lot, but I'm unsure of how to tell him how I feel feel. I don't want him to stop touching me, of course, but the constant groping is getting old. I just want your perspective of this situation and what you would do. Emily, you can say my name. Okay, Emily. Girl, I'd be pissed too. Yeah. I mean, the the occasional ass slap or something is totally fine, but sticking your his hands down your pants especially like that's not even hygienic like you, yeah. don't, you don't know where the fuck his you fingers have been, been gardening yeah you're gonna get, get so, your dirty ass hands up my vagina in your vagina that's not i mean that's just so to me it, and it's so it's so interesting to me anytime someone's like i want to be with this person forever but i don't know how to tell them this very simple thing that bothers me greatly wtf so I'm going to tell these two strange hookers uh, who have Thank a podcast you. Oh, <laughs> that I like, like that I like listening to. I mean, just like kind of just think about that, that scenario in your head, which is not a scenario for you. It's a real life fucking thing that's happening. Uh, I, I, does your boy. OK, so I have a I actually have a bit about uh, being sexually annoyed. Mm-hmm. Like every woman has been sexually right, annoyed, yes. and and uh, and I do like an act out where I'm where I'm like humping the air, but I'm like, yeah, my boyfriends are always coming up behind me, like, hey, Christina, what are you doing? I'm like mm-hmm. humping the air. Oh, you making a sandwich? Oh, you're on your phone. Oh, and sometimes like uh, my dresser with all my clothes in it is upstairs, right? And uh, my apartment's two levels. Sorry, not to brag, but uh, but uh. And sometimes I'll be changing in the living room, not the bedroom. And I'm just going through my day. And then he'll see me and be like, ooh. And I fucking get so annoyed. He doesn't yeah. do it anymore. Because I feel like I'm being sexualized when I'm like, I'm just trying to get from one shirt to the next, my friend. Can you not? Right. And yeah. That's, that's how I say it. Exactly. I certainly have had people who are like that. Never really a boyfriend. Only because I categorize that behavior under juvenile. And I, if there's one thing kind of behavior that I fucking hate in anyone, romantic partner or otherwise. It's juvenile behavior. I hate it. Mm. I hate it. It bothers me so much. I don't like it. I've been an adult since I was Even born. Even slapping your butt? That's I not, slap Steven's ass. Slapping butt is not juvenile. The, the, the behind, fun. the behind, like with an erection coming up behind me. Oh, that uh, kind of stuff. Or like getting, like or like getting, or just like getting horny from like me changing. Like I, even if I'm changing and it's non-sexual changing, I actually try to do it in private regardless. I, do, I sometimes I'll go into my little closet office and close the door when I don't want him to comment. Because those are like everyday things. And like, I don't want to have to worry about uh, like looking sexy or like, you know, sometimes I check my vagina for 
for toilet paper before I put on pants. Like, you know, like, <laughs> I do a lot, a lot of maintenance and I just want to be able to exist peace. in a non-sexualized world. Yes. So I just do that in private. Changing to me is a private thing. I even like growing up, my mother used to just like full on change in front of my dad, dad. And it would it seemed very like uh, it was like so casual. Yeah. And I would. And, and so I don't know. Spark? I just like. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Well, that's, I just like, didn't want to do. It. I just don't like changing as a casual. I don't like my body being revealed in a casual manner, which is why mm. even the nudity on girls like Lena Dunham that. that I didn't like it. It didn't bother me because like she was not whatever Hollywood standard. I was just like, I don't need to see your well, nakedness see, all the time. That's why I liked it because you never see non-sexualized female nudity. Right. And I'm like, she's just trying to get from one shirt to the next too. Right. Like yeah. all the bitches all over the world. But it's like, we don't, that's like giving too much credit to the viewer to me because it's like, of course, we're going to still make it out about her body. And like, I just don't. Well, yeah. I just, I think there's just a, too much nudity for no reason all the time. Like I fucking love nudity, but I want it to be like artistic and like cool <laughs> like not even sexy like just like are like truly artistic like a, like a nice beautiful like nude portrait i love that oh yeah hang that in my Ooh, i want to hang that corridor in yeah i don't have a, a but corridor. for the person who wrote the woman who wrote this email uh you need to have a talk with your boyfriend yeah. without your kids there and yeah. say how you feel and that is that it is inappropriate to do in front of your child which i completely agree but I think the, the, the hand down the pants thing, like yeah. the hugging and kissing and being affectionate. Oh yeah, that's fine. The pro- kid probably should see that. To yeah, know that, just knock it off them when they're a teenager. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's like also, but it's like I would would be careful not to just make it like it's only about your kids because that's kind of like saying it's like not. it's about you too. Like oh, I'm not interested um, in you hitting on me because I have a boyfriend. Like there there, sh- there shouldn't be. Need I also to, don't like you. Yeah, there shouldn't be a, have to be a qualifier there. It's like you don't like this behavior because you don't like this behavior, and on top of you not liking this behavior you also think this behavior is unhealthy for your child to witness so this is like a this is a double decker issue that we're going with here um and to me his behavior if you obviously like aren't into it it's a telling me he's not as in tune with your emotions as he should be as your Mm -hmm. partner and number two it's telling me that he, he 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 seems to have a little bit of ownership over I was your body. Gotta say, uh, objectifying you. He feels all like the he time. owns you, your body for sure, and has f- access to it twenty four seven. And as we've talked about many times on this podcast, just because you are in a, a relationship, even if you're married to someone, even if you someone came out of your fucking vagina, that does not mean that you have ownership over their body in any way, shape, or form ever. I mean, unless like a little baby that you need, to, but even then well, you, you have to. You can't like molest it. So you can't. Just one more. Just don't, a reminder. Don't. Every episode we're like, hey, don't molest people. Uh, well, people seem to really not know. No, they really don't. Because yeah. again, emails for days. Yeah. about being molested. Yeah, um, so many. Yeah, but have that conversation. But I agree. I, that's a good point. Make sure that you are also communicating that it's not okay to you and why that is because he needs to understand where you're coming from. Yeah. And I know, and I can, I can see in the email, there was this like kind of concern that you have about then him kind of going the opposite direction and not touching you at all. That's, but it's like, if he's a fucking happen. adult and you talk to him in a respectful manner, he should understand that that's not what you mean. And if he just stops t- touching you altogether, 
that's juvenile behavior on top of it because he's like, well, you don't want me to touch you. So then I'm not going to touch you at all. Ugh, if he behaves yourself. like that, he's a fucking baby. And send him to time out and yeah. never have him never come out. And then spank him and see how he likes it. Ooh, he'd probably Daddy. like it a lot. That's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you're ready to try to get back at a guy and do the mm. same thing he's doing to you and then he likes it, you're like, God damn it. That's the problem with catcalling. You really can't reverse catcall because people nope, like, Please love it. give me compliments. They love it. Oh boy. Okay. This email subject line help. Do I really need to hug my father-in-law? No, but let's see what you have to say. Hello, my two favorite people. Oh, thanks. I have a dilemma. My husband's aunt lost her battle with cancer and her service is on Saturday. That being said, I know my father-in-law will be there and my husband and I don't get along by any means. He is very abusive to my husband, his siblings and wife. He would randomly show up or uh, at our old house and just walk in without knocking. We left the middle of Christmas last uh, several years ago because he was being belligerent and aggressive. Um, I could go on and on. He has said nothing but degrading and sexist things to and about me. Mm. I am very protective over uh, of my body since I was raped by my boyfriend at the time and his friends uh, and his friends while I was in high school. Again, this whole rape thing is being used as an aside. I'll never shut the fuck up about that. And don't want to be in the same room as him, let alone let him touch me. Is there a polite... But he didn't, he didn't assault her. Correct. Okay. Um, he just says sexually degrading things and she was uh, right, raped. Right, right. Okay. Uh, is there a polite way to go about this? Thank you kindly. Polite, 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 polite. I don't think you got to worry about being polite. I think you could be respectful and you don't have to be polite and you don't have to hug your fucking father-in-law. God damn. But I would say, uh, I don't know if this person drinks alcohol or if he goes off the rails and becomes like very violent uh, without alcohol in him or if it's only because there is a safety concern. But I think when you get to the funeral, uh, I don't know. Maybe I would run this by your boyfriend because he probably knows his father well, but I'm sure you know him well at this point too. But I would not, I wouldn't even go in. I would just, when I don't want to hug somebody, which is very rare. Uh, yeah, I, you're giving hugs out to people who don't want them. People don't want to hug you sometimes. I know. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you will. But You're, uh, a, you're a hug rapist. I know. I got, <gasps> I am. Consent. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Shit. Well, and that's the end of my hugging. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't no. wanna, I don't want to tarnish hugging. You love hugging. No, but if somebody doesn't want to be hugged, you don't <laughs> hug them. Because then it takes the point of the way of the hug. Why are you even hugging in that? Anyway. Anyway. Uh, uh, I but when I don't want to hug somebody, um, I don't even go near them. And mm-hmm. I say hi. And I say, mm-hmm. hey, good to see you. Mm-hmm. And I make it known. And I, I am very good at not hugging people when I don't want to. Right. Because um, I don't think... You have to come out and say, I don't want to hug you because you say horrible things. You know, all the reasons which are totally legit and make a lot mm-hmm. of sense, which is, of course, why you don't want to do that. Um, I don't think he deserves that explanation, nor is it necessary at all. Uh, I think you should just set the standard by not hugging him, uh, by acknowledging him, maybe say hi, whatever the fuck you want to say from a distance when he's not uh, so close to you that he can go in for the hug. Wait. Well, it's interesting and to have me, your boyfriend maybe play defense. for Yeah, you, that so. this guy's like hugging if he's such an asshole or that you even have a history of hugging if you obviously like don't get along. Well, it's like a control thing it is a, yeah yeah it is a control thing i think and so for, on his end right oh for sure and sure. uh don't give him that power because he doesn't deserve it he hasn't earned it and uh he's a disrespectful asshole yes 
Uh, I agree. And I, I'm all for making a stance. The only thing that that throw that there's a little variable of this is that it's a funeral, funeral and you got to be really careful not to make the funeral about you and not to make a scene at a funeral. There was like very yeah. few. That's why I'm like, no yeah. explanation. There's very few places like that I'm against making a stance. This is also because I I grew up, you know, I grew up, I have a, I had a Jewish grandmother. She's since passed away. Uh, I really loved her, but she did. She made a huge scene at my grandfather's funeral because someone that I guess they had like either my grandfather or her had gotten into an alter, like a verbal altercation with, and they didn't get along, but you know, whatever my grandfather died and he came, this man who they didn't like came to the funeral to pay his final respects. And he came with good intentions. Yeah. I was like, you know, a, a kid at the time, but I, I, you know, perceptive kid. Yeah. So I could tell that. And she like made a big fucking scene about it. So, mm. and then it just like made the whole funeral about her when it was really about my grandfather. And, and also just him. in general, it's like, it's a really sad time. There's going to be people, you know, even if, um, Maybe you, you know, there's obviously at a funeral, there's people who are like different levels of sadness, depending yeah. on how close they were to the person. So and some how they handle are grief. Be, yeah. And some people are going to be at this funeral. I'm going to be like really fucking sad. And it's going to be really, really terrible. The worst day of their lives. And there's some people who are going to be there because they're paying respects. And that was a person in their life. But like their world isn't going to be torn apart by it. So that's the only thing. Like, yeah, you don't have to hug them and you don't have to ever touch anyone, especially because you have uh, trauma. And I would never want that to be triggered by anything that you do. Do, yeah. But also kind of just like just stay away from him and kind yeah. of like just, you know, or always like, you know, you can always like have your arm latched through your, your husband's arm when you're like near him. Yeah. Kind of like moves like that. Just be like a little stealth during it and 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 but be respectful. It's like not it's not the day to make a stance. I totally. Think. I do think, though, after the funeral, <clears throat> if you're if your life works out in such a way that you see him often more than once a year or twice a year, uh, I do think it's worth telling him. I would just ignore him for the rest of my life. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> the difference between me and you. <laughs> I'd be like, no, thank you. I mean, you. maybe he doesn't deserve to know. I mean, he certainly doesn't deserve to know about the, the trauma that you've experienced because... I, oh, yeah, no, no, don't tell him that. that. That's not information that he's uh, he deserves uh, to have. But um, if you find that you were see him a lot, I do think it's worth, you know, post-funeral bringing up or maybe maybe your husband can communicate it. To I him. mean, I don't know. He sounds like an asshole to everybody in his life. This father-in-law person. Right. I mean, I think above, I think it's beyond like communicating that you don't want to hug him. I think it's communicating that you don't like the way he treats you. Yeah. And the things that you he says to you are inappropriate. So much so that you do not feel comfortable having any physical contact with him. I mean, and also like just if he wants to be around you, he has to be a nicer all around human being. Yep. to you. Otherwise, you will not be making appearances at family events. Yeah. And that I mean, should... that's a decision that you make with your, your husband as yeah. well. It's like, I don't seem really, I mean, I, it's, you know, the, the relationship between kids and their parents is deep and I can't, I can never yeah. be like, you can't, obviously your husband, your husband's probably gonna want to see his dad, but you don't need but to But sometimes you don't realize that your parent can be a little emotionally abusive and it's hard to stand up for yourself. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, that's not her fault. Though. Oh yeah. That's, true. you know, that's why I like, you don't got to marry into Sorry. Even, projecting. Yeah. That's not, that's not, it's, it's nice if your spouse or significant other deals with it, but they don't have, it's not yeah, required. It's true. <laughs> And that, because that's the downfall of a lot of relationships also. Yeah, I am very lucky that my non-in-laws, but boyfriend's parents are just angels. Yeah. Just fucking angels. And I'm lucky that mine live in Ohio and Phoenix. <laughs> so. hey No, they're on it. Well, his mom's nice. Um, 
that's all we have for today. <laughs> I hope the world has not blown up or we are in uh, disarray. But if we are, it's going to be fine, guys. Right. We've survived a lot. Yeah. And we can survive this week. Yeah. It'll be okay. Yeah. Follow us on social media. Rate the podcast. I was throwing in some selfish things in there. Oh, I was, I was, in, I didn't know if you had anything else that you need to go into. No. Guys, other than that, we are very excited to bring on this week's guest. She's a wonderful comedian. She's a writer. She is on the current season of Laugh Tracks on True TV. Ooh, I love True. And she is from my hometown of Union, New Jersey. Please give a warm welcome to Joyelle Johnson. You're so cool. Where'd you get those new shoes? What devil are you going to for this looks? Oh my god, I've been wasting my time on these books like a drive At the back of your throat, a nuke exploded But everyone pretends that they haven't noticed Money runs out, but now you need a drink You need that more than whatever they spent your Adjust it. You can sit back. You can sit yeah, you up. Can sit, you can, yeah, whatever you want to do. You I can like get on the floor that. if you want. Uh, hey. <laughs> I sat. I love sitting on the floor. Um, I like your shirt. Thank you. It has you. a uterus it's on a it. a gigantic gold uterus. That's amazing. <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of the uterus. Yes. We see, there's a lot, you have a lot of uh, great shirts about uh, female body parts. Yes. Yeah, it's I nice. Do. I like to make men uncomfortable as I walk down the street. You do? Do yeah. you do you feel do. their discomfort? Well, it depends. If I have just the uterus, they're like, "Are you a Taurus or <laughs> or a Texas fan?" And I'm like, "What?" Oh yeah, no. like men do not know what this is. A lot because it does look like the Longhorn logo. Exactly. That's yeah. what I was trying to figure. Out. I was like, Longhorns. I didn't know what it was, but men do not know what a uterus looks like. So see, that's so funny that you like to make men feel uncomfortable because I also like that. And I was like, "Was there something in the water in Union?" Because <laughs> we're both we're both from the same town, but we yes. did not know each other in that t- in that town we met each other in New York City. Yes. And then found out that your cousin Asia is one of my oh, best yeah. friends in the entire world. Yeah. Like Christine and I have stayed at her house yeah, when we were in LA. Yeah. Oh, 
yeah. She's awesome. She's Definitely. the sweetest. Is she not the sweetest person? She is the sweetest. Yeah. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. She's been like that since she was a baby. She was the sweetest baby and Aww. just is still the sweetest adult. It's like, it's one of those things like if somebody hurts her, you want to murder them because you're right. just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's How so pure. Her yeah, she's so pure. Just so sweet. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So you, I feel like I remember you from high school though, from because we were in plays together, right? No, we must have been, but Which like were you in? The, we we remember there was a car ride when we were going to a gig together, and like we, that's how we really met as comedians. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe it was like a re meeting, but that's like my first real thing, and then figuring out that Asia was your cousin. Yeah, were you at Greece? No. Okay. Because that was my senior year was Greece. Yeah. So I think I just missed you then. Oh, wow. wow, Because wow. I was okay. like, I, I was like, I know I I didn't. I don't have any real recollection unless I blacked out during high school, <laughs> which I, I wasn't drinking yet. So I did not. Oh, right. <laughs> Neither was I. I was lame in high school. So growing up in Union, what uh, what was your first experience with sex? I'm very interested to know what it was popping in Union High School at that time. I... I am quite prudish, I think, yeah? in general. Yes. Uh, I think I got that from my mother. And I kiss. Uh, my first kiss was 10th grade. Mine too. Okay. Made out in the woods. Oh, I made out in the little quad area. Do you remember when we'd like go across that, that yeah. parking lot area? Yeah. That was where my first kiss was. Oh, my goodness. To a boy. I think he was younger than me. Ooh. He actually, what class were you? What year did you graduate? Uh, 2003. Okay. So you were a freshman when I was a senior then, I think. Anyway, I think he was maybe like a sophomore when I was oh. like a, fresh, a freshman. Now, was it someone you were like dating or how did you know that person? It was just a boy I liked, I remember. And I and then my friends were like, well, you need to kiss him. And I was like, ah, they like oh, sent man. you out on a mission. They really did. We we did the whole thing. Like they gave me like a breath mint and some lip gloss. <laughs> it was like this whole coaching. And then I kissed him and it was actually a pretty good kiss. He was good at kissing. Oh, your I first kiss was good. Yeah, it was Damn. good. I don't remember his name. Really? I Doesn't don't. matter. <laughs> Did you guys do anything else physical after? No, I don't even think we dated. I don't even know what happened after. You that. just kissed him and then you walked away. Like, yeah. Mission accomplished. We did it. I, so you, I, I kissed a boy. I did you did have it. any sex talk uh, with that guy? Or no, 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 with your like your mom, at your British mom. <laughs> well, so my mother is was a labor delivery nurse my oh. whole life. So there, she would bring home like gigantic billboards with STD like. <sighs> information oh. and stuff on it so it'd be like for you specifically no just stuff like she just had at the hospital that yeah. she'd bring home and i just recall this one giant uh fold out that had all the stds and pictures of them on it so it's like oh. this is chlamydia this is gonorrhea and, I, and it would be like in our living room and i'm just like ma could you I'm trying Do to something eat. with that. Right. <laughs> Could you take that back to work or something? Like, why is this here? So I feel like we had to have talked about sex, but that's more like you don't want to get AIDS, basically. Don't yeah. get AIDS. Don't Joy get AIDS. <laughs> was, don't was the moral go of the near story. a dick. Oh my so gosh. So the first my first boyfriend was um in the marching band. What instrument? He, he was drums. Nice. Cool. Drummers were him always his, hotties. Him and his Tim Best case twin scenario. brother. They were twins. Ooh, oh, yes. shit. Did you ever get them mixed up? Uh, ew, no, because his brother was a dick. Okay, <laughs> um, that's good. Yeah, and so, but we didn't have sex. I didn't have sex till uh, uh, the next boyfriend. 
Why didn't you guys have sex? Why didn't you have sex with this? I think I was, too, I was too scared. I was yeah. like, oh my God, I'm going to get pregnant immediately. And then I'm going to get <laughs> yeah. all those diseases. Yeah, your mom's tactic. Exactly. I feel like she probably took that poster home to be like, and then you're like, mom, why is that here? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, just look at it. Completely though. folded Take to a look open at your future, maybe. so that you can't not stare at a diseased vagina. <laughs> I don't know. High school wasn't like a very like horny time for me. Like I didn't, I didn't have sex with my high, any boyfriends I had in high school either. Like I was just not. Damn, like, I was getting fingered. Girl. Well, fingered, yes, but not having I fucking sex. sex. I was like, no, thank you. I, so here's what I would do. I and it's something. My mom's probably not gonna listen to this, but she worked <laughs> nights, and. I was the girl who like f- my friends would come to my house. Right. Because your mom wasn't Because my mom was at home. So they'd come and like fuck in the basement. No way. You and were that then, friend. Yes. And then clutch the, friend. And then they're the guy that's like the wig man would be upstairs with me like this bitch won't even let me finger her. And, <laughs> and meanwhile, at least I want to put a finger. Yeah. Their boys getting the, the full treatment downstairs. Wow. Then, was your basement finished or unfinished? It was half. Oh, <laughs> So it was some raunchy shit. There was like yeah. a mattress on the floor. So it was just, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, my friend. And your mom never knew? Uh, no, she won't. Cause I was, I was a good kid. I was like, right. a, yeah, just a good, I was a marching band. And you were, you were in, just upstairs being a good friend. I was, not getting fingered. I was not getting, we were like watching TV. It was so hilarious. Just like the two of us just like watching TV on the couch and you occasionally just hear, oh, <laughs> <laughs> from the basement. Oh my God, that's That's really nice of you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was I was a great friend for them. They're either gonna do it there or like outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. And then then one of those girls ended up getting pregnant. Oh, Oh, I love this. You guys are bringing it all back. I've never thought about all of this. So wait, what happened? How old was she when she got pregnant? She got pregnant Uh, in your basement. I don't don't think she got pregnant in my (laughs) basement. Might be the title of your episode. (laughs) She might have been like eighteen or nineteen. Okay. So she was still she. It was like right senior senior years. So. Uh-huh. Her mother used to always call her fast. That's what black people will call a slut. Fast. Oh, oh. That's a fast little girl. She was fast. Oh. Well, her mom was saying that. I mean, her didn't her mom have any control over her behavior or, or no? I don't 18. even remember. But her she was mother, still in high school under yeah. her roof. Yeah. 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 And, they, and she lived in a different town. Okay. They lived fast in, is they a lived nice, in Cranford. That's a way oh. nicer term, honestly, than slut. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I'd rather that's call what black fast. people call that's way nicer and kinder. That's a fast little girl. That means she, <laughs> she's a whore. <laughs> I will say that about a 12-year-old. I'm like, she going to be fast. <laughs> Wait, is that what? Is that how they got fast times at Ridgemont High? I, I don't think so. Slutty times at Ridgemont High? I, have I been watching that movie wrong? Right. I mean, there were, they were, there was sluttiness going on at Ridgemont High, but there was also like just, you know, drugs and other things. I don't really recall the movie, honestly. I don't think I ever saw that. Was that Sean Penn? Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I never saw that movie. Yeah. I mean, so you were like okay. you were the home for the fast people. I was the home for the fast girl. The, the night, the nightly, uh, yeah, spot. Yeah, that's so nice. I was, I was and then a what, sweetheart. D- so not even a finger. I don't remember. Or did you a blow finger. anybody? I definitely didn't blow anybody. <laughs> Do you remember the first time you blew a guy? Scared. Um, I feel like I I blew that the boyfriend I ended up having sex with. Oh okay. And where'd you um, meet him? I met him working at. Target. That was my first job. That's a good first yeah. job. What are we allowed to discount. say and not say? Anything we you want. It's, oh, it's what about names? Can we get sued if we say people's it's your, names? It's I'm your discretion. Say people's names. I mean, I wouldn't give whole names, but right. you can give first names. I mean, whole names have been given before. 
I mean, social security number. Usually my rule of thumb is if it's a person in the entertainment industry, you can give a full name, like if it's a fellow comedian. But yeah. if it's if it's someone who has chosen a private life, a private life. we only do first names. That's okay. that's just what I use. Okay. Well, I, I will just describe these people. This boyfriend, uh, after we met at Target, and he was a white boy. as my first white boyfriend. <laughs> and he was ugly as fuck. Oh, yeah. but, but what do you like about but him? But he had some good qualities. I like he that he have. liked me. Oh, oh. <laughs> was he nice to you? Until I had to get the restraining order. Whoa, <laughs> he was nice to you until you got the restraining order. And now order. we need details. The yep. plot thickens. Um, so he was ugly inside and out. He was ugly inside and out. His mother was a bitch too. I'm uh, not good with mothers. Neither I, am I. Neither is she. My mothers. I crush it. I've only had. I've only met three of my boyfriend's mothers, and they all fucking hated me. What? Um, I yeah. think you'd be great with moms. Actually, you think because I'm, I'm a You're cool person. You're so outgoing, and yeah, but I, I feel like it was more so because all of the the two, the two exp- especially of the other boyfriends were single mothers mm-hmm. okay so it's something about when you're like maybe? taking yeah when you're taking their baby away that yeah it's like they don't want to fuck their kids but they kind of do they kind of just yeah yeah want them to just stand there with puppy dog <laughs> eyes so so the white guy his mother was a bitch and <laughs> what had, was the first time you met her what was that like do you remember uh, i don't even remember or i she just said anything specific to you that you were like wait what she probably that- didn't talk to me like oh. she just treated me like I wasn't in the house. Was it because oh she didn't God. like you? Do you think you had there? It was because Race you're black, stuff? and you never know. And that's the thing. And white I know, people keeping it a mystery. Uh, oh, exactly. You never, because it's like as women, you know the thing when somebody does something fucked up. You're like, is it because is I'm it, a woman? Yeah, sure. You so as a you black woman, I have to do. Is it because I'm two black? of them? Is it because I'm a woman? Right. Are you because you're just a dick. Like I don't know which yeah. one it is. Yeah. So my my mind is always doing that. So I mean, did your boyfriend at the time have any insight? Did he warn you that she was a bitch? Nope. Of course not. Like what? They don't fucking. They're dumb. And also, he probably didn't think she was a bitch. Right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He loved her, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't remember. I just remember her just being a cold. Just evil she was oh, never God. like nice to me and so he was the first guy i danced for oh danced my god i remember for an anniversary super awkward oh like, like a, a long stripper like a inspired sexy, yeah. yeah where were you in your dorm in his apart his apartment his apartment yeah yeah was it uncomfortable was it fun no that's not fun for me yeah every time i've ever like done it every time i've ever done it it's been awkward it's so so like Janelle James has a joke about how a dude recently sang to her and she's like, what What are you supposed to do with your face? Like, Because <laughs> you can't laugh. You, can, then you can't laugh. I'll never fuck you if yeah. you laugh at him. And I'm sitting here like, I'm dancing and I want to laugh. Like, yeah. I'm just super awkward. So, I mean, he, I guess did like... Did he it. ask you to dance for him or did you just do it because he thought of I the idea? I think he asked for it. Okay. I don't okay. think I did that of my own volition. And you're totally naked? I usually dance with just, you know, bra and underwear on. I think I just stripped down to bra okay. and underwear that we just... I've never stripped in front of I guy. have never danced for anyone. Don't do it. Nor I mean, it's not that great. I've done sexy outfits and that. I mean, you just make an entrance and then the clothes come off. Uh, yeah. I don't need to be dancing. No. I like grinded on people. There's no need to Dr- dance. There really is no need to dance. Try to leave that for the strippers. They're professionals. Right. Yeah. And they're really good at it. They're Whenever so... my boyfriend and I go to a strip club, I always come back and I, he's always says that like, you move differently after we've seen. Because I'm like, yeah, because I just watch these professional hotties. Yeah. Crush it on the dance floor. I love going to a, a good female strip club. Me Female strip club. Yeah. yeah. Don't nobody want to see dudes. I know. For real. <laughs> so terrible. Um, so, you d- so okay, wait, the restraining order. Let's- right. 
So we were, we were dating for like a year and a half. And then I, I went to college. Okay. I went to Boston College and he was still in Jersey. He's a bit of a loser. Like he didn't really have much going on. And I'm starting to like come into my own and and I'm in college. And so I started to like, you know, distance. We, we started to have distance. So he started kind of just like being emotionally abusive, just being like, you can't, you can't break up with me. No one else is going to love you. That type of stuff. Oh, now when the first time he said something like that to you, did you, did it ring as like, wait, I'm sorry, what? Like, yeah, because so many people, they don't even they just kind of internalize it and they yeah. don't even realize that it's wrong when it leaves their mouth. Yeah, I I'm the type of per- for some reason I never have been the person to let guys talk to me any type of way. Great. I and I'm not I don't even have that much confidence, but <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, you, <laughs> you ain't talking re- to me. You ugly. Yeah. I'm cute. Like, yeah. what are we doing right now? <laughs> no one's ever going to love me. You lucky I love you. Yeah. So (laughs) like, what are we talking about? Uh, So, so when the verbal abuse started, I was just like, all right, he's just being a fucking idiot. Then he what? he went to one of my uncle's houses in union. What? Like he stopped by my uncle's house, knocked on the door to talk to him. Oh my God. Because I was breaking up with him. Like, what is your, what is specific, like, what is your uncle going to do? Why your uncle? Why that uncle? So this uncle is my favorite relative. He's one of, he's one of those people you sit next to at like a funeral that will have you crack it up. Yeah. Roast in the room. Like he's just one of those guys. So, he knew him as being my favorite relative and he oh. met him. He's the type so of person. So if I win this uncle over, maybe Joy will tell me. Exactly. And he's also the type of person, if we bring a stranger to a family gathering, the stranger will sit next to them, to him, yeah, because he always makes somebody feel comfortable. Yeah. Got it. Uh, so he went to him to just like complain about it. My uncle's like, he was in his bathrobe. He answers no. the door like, oh, what? The, the uncle was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. The uncle was. <laughs> I was like, what a fucking idiot. No, no, no. And he's like a grown man crying to to this black man. <laughs> and my uncle was like, um, called me up like, um, <laughs> you might want to get this dude. Uh, so, yeah, it just kind of it, it, it only fell apart just because we were long distance. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I broke up with him. And he was doing the emotional abuse, you know, threatening me and all that stuff. And then he's like, damn, I'm going to come to the school and I'm going to kill you <gasps> and the boyfriend, the boy that you're with. Now, this boy that he was talking about was a football player that I had a crush on. I was so mortified at the thought of this idiot driving to Boston and knocking on this football player's door. <laughs> I was more mortified by that than the thought of him killing me. Right. It was, like, more, I was, it was like, embarrassing. Yeah, I was so embarrassed. Don't ruin it for my crush. Yeah, I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, this motherfucker doesn't even know who I am. Like, can you imagine somebody knocking on the How door? How did he know you had a crush I'm on I'm killing him. you. Just, I, I don't even remember. I think I might have just mentioned. Like one time in passing and like stuck with him because he's a he psycho. Exactly. Exactly. Because he would come visit me at school. So... It must have just been like me oh just being like, God. oh, that's the guy everybody likes. It must have been something like right, that. Right, right. And so he was like, I'm going to kill him and then I'm going to kill you. I got the restraining that order. <laughs> Perfect. Yahtzee. I got the restraining order because I didn't want him to come. Because you were embarrassed. <laughs> I didn't want him to come to the dude. I knew he wasn't going to kill him. He was going to get his ass kicked yeah. by a bunch of football players. That's yeah. what was going Well, you never know if someone's going to get like a, like a weapon or something. Then. Right. Because even, even a football even right. player can't person. stop a bullet yeah. with their hand. Yeah, but I was still just way more embarrassed. Oh, my and gosh. It was so funny when we go to the court 
because the school handled it really well. Like my school did not fuck around with that. Oh, that's great to uh, hear. They did. They did. Because and some colleges questionable. No, BC handled it very well. They they gave me an escort, uh, a male security guard escort who took me to the court. I'm like, oh, they gave you. Oh, that. that's uh, so cool. Yeah, they, he drove me to the court and he was standing wow. there with me the whole time. And the judge was a female. Yes. So this yeah, idiot comes from New Jersey. He's dressed. He puts on a suit. He's just a, he's he's white trash. I'm sorry, guys. No. But, um, oh, I grew up with it. It's okay. <laughs> his suit was like just a shitty shitty mobster suit. So a shitty mobster suit. Yeah, it's embarrassing. He had man. no tie on, so like it was open, and he just this sounds like, like our town. Oh, completely. <laughs> he, was from, he was from Elizabeth. Oh, so, okay. Oh. <laughs> so he just looks like just trash. Try to dress up, and he goes into this <laughs> diatribe about how I'm the crazy one and how about like he needed to be, he needed to get a restraining order for me and the judge always just, flip it like that. Always flip it. And so the judge is Why just sitting there follow? like bored. He's going on and on and on. <laughs> She's sitting there like this and he's going on and on and on. And then um, he spoke for maybe like eight to 10 minutes. He did a Straight. set. He did a set. <laughs> and the judge, she, and she was like, okay. And then she looks at me and she's like, do you have anything to say? And I was like, I opened my mouth and I was like, you know what? No, I don't. And she goes, all right, restraining order granted. Yeah, because you knew you looked at her <laughs> yeah. and you both yeah, knew. Yeah, we were like, this fuckers, like, you're getting it. You so could tell he was crazy. Like, that's just poetic. Like, what, oh, was his, so poetic. what was his reaction? What was his? Did he go off? No, I mean, you. He, I think he cried. He looked like he was internally crying. I was like, he cried in the car. He definitely cried wow. on the way home. And then <laughs> did he text you after and violate his restraining order and then he went to jail? No. Damn did it. he ever contact me after that? I don't think, but he ended up dating a girl from our high school. Another Did you warn her? Chick. No. What if he just... He just loved, he only dated exclusively black women from Union. It was so weird. <laughs> oh, God. He, she was weird in the same class. Oh, too. my goodness. We What's he friends. doing now? Have you ever looked him up on I mean, Facebook or anything? I've yeah. never I would have cared to. I would have wow. gotten high and looked There's him up just no for way he's doing anything good. Oh, my God. That, True. That's like the fact that you like you didn't look him up on Facebook speaks volumes. Like you truly do not care. About I did not care anymore. at all. Yeah. I was yeah. more embarrassed. That now, he was gonna. <laughs> what were the rules of the restraining order? Like he uh, couldn't come. He couldn't call me. He couldn't come within. I I don't know whatever the footage was. Amount of feet, five hundred yeah. to a thousand feet or whatever. He couldn't come to our campus, so he was not allowed. Nice. And then he would get arrested campus. if he did, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and so beyond, like, and you, so you you got the restraining order fully through BC because people do write us about restraining orders and stuff, and like we we're always like get a restraining order, but we don't actually know how to go through the oh, yes. steps you of acquiring one. Uh, no, we I, we went to an actual. Uh, I think it was Boston, the city of Boston. Oh, so oh, so your college helped you? Because yeah. this was like, because if it happened only with the, on the campus, and they could only what what have college rules. court? I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> she did make that but up. No, but sometimes with <laughs> rape, like with a sexual assault cases, sometimes they handle it internally. Yeah, yeah. And they don't take it to sometimes like a federal they state court. Right, exactly. That's some grade A bullshit is exactly. what that is. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so this was like all official and shit. So they just assisted yeah. you and like, did you just, fa you filled out paperwork? And yeah, filled out paperwork. Yeah. That, and well, good on them. So not too see. hard because I just, I kind of want to like really encourage people like if you need to. It's not hard. Get a restraining order or, you know, do it. <laughs> It's not hard. Yeah. I mean, will they listen? Who knows? It, but... the restraining, exactly. And exactly. your college listened and helped you. They the helped process. me. And, uh, and the city of Boston was great. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So it was a real restraining order. So not a really great way to start your dating life, though. 
No, I, I haven't had her a sexual career. Yeah. Was the sex good with him? <laughs> I, I, I feel like it wasn't, but maybe that's I just because like I hate it, him. It was, it was good. It was good. I guess. I had anything? nothing to compare it to at the time. Like, because when my first right. boyfriend that I had sex with, I, 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 I did blow him. But we didn't do anything else other than have sex because we didn't have sex a ton of time, like a bunch. But we didn't do anything like adventurous. I feel like your first relationship career and your boyfriend after uh, in college. Yeah. We were with him for five years, but you you explored. Well, and also because he was him. like eight years older than me. True. And just I mean, I just like kind of just hit the jackpot that he I found someone who was really in tune with their bodies, really open, good at sex. I mean, I just. I, I'm just very lucky with my first boyfriend. Who got a break? Yeah, oh, we get it. It's okay. I mean, <laughs> he uh, he really liked wrestling. If that makes you feel any better. Oh, um, WWF. I, I like WWE, but like a, a underground wrestling too. Like we, were, I was at uh, wrestling shows like every weekend. Honestly, those are kind of fun. They so were fun. Funny. It was, but it wasn't like you know, like a it, like a sick, like a sexy, sexy wrestling going sexy vibe. going around in his convertible or anything. Like we were driving around in a van with wrestling merchandise. That's funny. <laughs> so, who'd you date after that guy? Did you after hop back in, guy, or did you wait for uh, a little bit? I, it was the next year. Okay. I met my college boyfriend who was my boyfriend for most of college. Okay. Yeah. He was great. We we had a great Were you sexually adventurous with him? I'm not sexually adventurous. See, it's so interesting. It's, it's so interesting to me that you just... what? So what? You just don't like sex or... First of all, I'm shallow. My uterus is very close. Oh, oh. I thought you meant like as a person. Me too. Oh, no, 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 no. And I was I'm like, like I really? I don't think so. Oh, that's so sweet. Okay, very <laughs> sweet. Their faces changed, guys. That was really sweet. I'm going to live on that for a while. Wait, your um, cervix is shallow? My cerv- yeah. How'd my, you learn that? Uh, gyno. Like, you know, when they test yeah. you, like, this chick was like, she fingered me and she was just like, <laughs> she was like, you, are you, do you have paid direct sex? And I was like, yeah. She was like, oh, yeah. This, you're so how is, shallow is shallow? Can go all the way in? It hurts. Guys, it hurts every time you have sex. Unless it's not a huge dick. Damn. Yeah. So well, there's I don't, a market I don't for like, that. Well, if I, uh, there's a huge market for that. <laughs> well, I don't small, like big huge dicks. Mar- yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't like big dicks. Well, because I mean, the, the, uh, that's perfect, actually, because there yeah. are a lot of guys that'll write us and be like, I, and, t- I, and my instinct is like, honestly, I'm sure there are a lot of women who cannot have a. A, a big dick. I mean, I, what's the I, biggest dick that you have encountered that didn't hurt? Uh, I would say seven and a half. It seven, seems that's big. That's I mean, that's that's the seven biggest. I mean, I, I think this handle. is this might be a, a racial difference. Oh, maybe <laughs> <Yeah>. because <laughs> I was like, we're white. And we're like mm, that's seven sounds, and a half. That's, that's the biggest. That's on the high end. Biggest uh, white penis. <laughs> Oh my gosh! And it was a white penis. Oh yeah. What? Well, okay, so what, where were they? But do you know how in inches how shallow you are? Because I think the the average is about like five inches apparently, which is which which is funny because like if you, so if you like big dicks, it's like more than five is just wasteful, right? Really? That's true. Yeah, I like a thick dick. Thick dick. Give <laughs> me Your a face. thick dick. Thick dick. Yeah. I like regular width. I, don't I like, like a regular width. Um, so here's a funny I recently had sex with a guy his dick was so big that I had to close I had to like close my legs together and he was kind of have, fucking me through like mostly yeah. my bone like right. it was oh. mostly my thigh bones that he was so getting so the thigh was so giving the go- friction that, that's, that was very innovative of but you. also he can rub your clip that he can rub it. your clip and the clit and then that's great yeah I just wasn't having fun oh uh, okay it's not fun for me the big dick isn't the fun big, for you ugh I just take a 
take it somewhere else. Have you ever had... <laughs> So wait, what is your favorite? <laughs> is your favorite sexual act then because of the shallowness, not it regular intercourse? It's massive. I like regular intercourse when the dick is appropriately, uh, like when it fits with me and yeah. the guy fits with me. So I'm super emotional. That's another reason why I can't just mm. have somebody have casual a whole sex. Bunch just of isn't sex. for you. Ugh, I wish. I wish I could. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I what? Can't. What? <laughs> Nothing. That was just that Insa- was. Funny. It was inside. Um, <laughs> So, so I, um, so after that, yeah, I had the boyfriend in college. Sex was great with him. It was, yeah, it was great. So have you ever had a relationship? You ever had to deny a penis entry uh, after the clothes have come off? Oh yes. Uh, it was a guy (laughs) in college. He notoriously had a big dick. His dick was so big that like girls would talk about it kind of like as like a circus attraction. Right. So I hooked up with him, um, and I gave him a two-handed blowjob where I was like grabbing the dick. <laughs> I, you guys can't see it's what like I'm doing. you're trying doing. to climb up a cliff. Yes, it's it's like you're trying, like a rope. I'm just, and I just, that's all I could do. Because oh it, it was literally, it had to be 13 inches 13? at least. Where do you find your Wait, men? 13 inches. It was. I didn't even know that was possible. I, I mean, it was bigger than both of my hands. It, it had, it was like, at least a foot. Yeah, it was how a about, foot. What about the thickness? It was thick. It was huge. It was it was like, how do you have sex with any person that's that not a porn star? Scare- Your yeah, face oh That would scare me. I'm horrified. Yeah. And he was just known to have this gigantic dick. And I was now, like, did I you tell him, it. hey, you can't you can't put it in me? Probably. I was like, that's not going to me. Then yeah. he was like, You can you give me a hand job? I was like, sure. I'll try. Yeah. And then Damn. I did the two handed hand job. See, that's a real catch 22 because he must be like very respected uh, by men. But then also he really he can't fuck a lot of ladies. He can't have a satisfying sexual I relationship with a woman. And he'll I mean, never do anal. I mean, maybe ugh. a little, but I, I at the <sighs> thought of it. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, no, no. I did not fuck him at all. Damn. I just looked at it. I don't think I've ever seen a dick that big. Have you, Corinne? Uh, not in real life, that's 13. for sure. I don't even right. know. I think I've, if I saw it on the screen, I'd run away. <laughs> on yeah. the screen? I'm very particular <laughs> about porn, so screen. I wouldn't have liked that. I would have turned it right off. Yeah, giant dicks. I'm like, ah! Giant yeah. dicks or like anyone who seems even remotely creepy, I can't be involved with on porn oh on porn because i'm yeah. like sometimes if they're kind of creepy but in a respectful way it's kind of hot yeah. and you're like oh i bet you're good that's why i kind of go to just like the tattooed like suicidey girl ones because those people r- rarely freak me out the suicidey girls the su- suicide you know, girl like the tattoo suicide girls.com like oh. it's like it's basically like a bunch just, of people who look like they should be on stage with marilyn manson and they have a lot of tattoos and they're really really pale and they look malnourished and they have black hair sad. that's what it, what i like all right. Uh, <laughs> it's like masturbating in the mirror. Another thing about big dicks. I wish. <laughs> I wish I looked malnourished. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I was so skinny. Um, the, the problem with the big dick, they can't keep it hard. Oh, really? I didn't know what? that. Those dicks can't. What is it? Too much blood. Too much blood. Oh. It's too much blood. I never even thought of that. Yeah. That's Because that's why it gets hard in the first place, all yeah. the blood. And then. Mm, they pass the fuck out. I was going to say, do they pass <laughs> out if they have a big dick and they got to go get hard? Oh, my God. That's so sad. They'll be all right. They'll be fine. <laughs> Damn. All right. So do you masturbate? Yes. And I did it until after college. It was like after college. 
college was when I was I started drinking, started smoking, was told about masturbation because I well, I came into college it. just holier than thou prude like I don't drink I don't smoke I'm a good person and were yeah, you religious I used to do that too. no oh. I, not at all I used oh. to parade the fact that I didn't drink or smoke weed well mostly smoking weed yeah um around and then I got to college and I was like oh oh that shit yeah exactly <laughs> it wasn't until maybe junior or senior year that I started both of all of those of college oh yeah, yeah, yeah and so wait who told you about masturbating uh, one of my best friends shout out to Morgan <laughs> She, uh, we were just randomly having a conversation one day. We started talking about masturbation. I don't know how, but she was just like, yeah. So, you know, when you masturbate, I was like, I was like, I don't masturbate. She was like, like, stop the press record scratch. She was like, what? You need to masturbate. And it was so cute because you could tell she was like, I don't know how to tell you this. I can't even compute. I can't. She was like, I can't express this to you enough, but you need to masturbate. And that stuck with me. And I didn't start till maybe maybe a year after that. But I was like, oh, what? So what got you to do it? Yeah. I don't I don't remember. I feel feel like because I don't have sex a lot. So I was like, I need to start figuring out how to pleasure myself. Yeah. It works. Do you use toys (laughs) or your hand or I like the bullet. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A little just that's a good one. rudimentary. That's a great vibrator. <laughs> yeah, I like the fundamentals. Uh, I know sometimes they do try to get like too, very, very too fancy. Uh, yeah, it's too much. You don't need it. Too, you don't need a lot. Uh, there's a vibrator that will like go to the beat of whatever music you're playing. Oh, actually, want to try? It's a, it's a very expensive vibrator, but um, I was like, I want one of those. But Damn, all the too. rabbits and the, yeah, the double jaws, arms and, and legs on them, because I don't, bug. I don't penetrate with a vibrator. So me either. I'm just yeah. clit, yeah. finger tap, yeah. we're good. Yeah. That I'm quick. If I watch some porn, I'm just quick. Oh, my God. I know that's a, I try not to always have to consume porn, but it is so much faster. It's so much. It my thoughts, no, because my thoughts are terrible. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I'm like, oh, I got to finish that pilot. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly why. When it's your own thoughts and they're not guided or, or narrowed At down all. by a visual, yeah. you could go anywhere. Oh, I go all over the place. It'll take me an hour. Yeah. Do you yeah. have a specific type of porn that you like or do you mix it up? I I am one of those people and I don't know if this is a, a Virgo characteristic, but it's like when we like something, we just like one thing and I'm pretty boring. So I <laughs> I like um, what do I like? I like gang bags. Love. Them. I say I'm boring. I know. I, like, I was I like gonna say. Bags. I was like, well, oh, that doesn't seem so. so I like to me, watch. Though. I like to watch all the stuff I wouldn't do. Okay. Well, that yeah. Uh, I like I like gang bags. I like um, I like the uh, Hento, the cartoons. Oh yeah, yeah, the cartoon. Uh, <laughs> which kind of cartoons? Like ones so that sweet. exist already, and, but now they're sexual, like Family no, Guy. No, like uh, like the Japanese. Oh, ones. like the anime shit. Yes, honestly. They're kind. It's kind of hot. So it I is. always see the ads pop up. It's and so I'm like, weird. Damn, her tits are perfect. Oh, because they're cartoons. Because yeah, because some fucking creep drew them. <laughs> uh, it's so weird. Uh, I uh, what else? Uh, I like I I don't like watching uh, black women. Why? Well, yeah. What do you think that is? That's fascinating. I don't know why. Hmm. I don't know why. See, because I Maybe it takes you out of it. If I don't you... like like I almost I only like people who like look basically look like me. Sometimes I can do a redhead. I do not. I can't watch blonde. Sometimes I'll do a redhead. Yeah. I, just, I don't I don't know what it is. Whoa. So you only would watch people that look like you. I refuse to watch people that look like yeah, because cartoons and shit, gang yeah. bangs. So and it, it's like I'll watch a black dude fuck a white girl. Okay. But 
I don't like watching black women. I Do you won't. think it's because are Whoa. you like? Have you ever talked? Have you ever talked to a therapist about this? I'm fascinated. I haven't, I haven't. Like, do you, do you think? Do you do you love yourself? I have grown to love myself. Huh. I do, but maybe it goes along with like you feeling like you're not being super sexual and feeling prudish, and so like you like to watch things that you wouldn't do. So if you were in the like, if you envisioned yeah, yourself like, in the role, yeah, there has to be something to that. Yeah, I'm not really. We I'm not big into. I'm not this. big into reading into things or making things more than they are. Uh, with the, as far as like therapy, but that is fascinating. Yeah. Oh, well, with me, I feel like sometimes with me though, I have to watch the chick has to be like so fucking hot. They have, and to if be they're hot. not, I'm like, nope. They have to be, and hot. that's fucked yeah. up. I feel like the there's point? something fucked up about that though. No, what's the? I'm watching for sex. Yeah. I don't want to see. Yeah. Yeah, but my, uh, it's an aesthetic thing. It's aesthetic. I, yeah. I, 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 she, and has porn websites will give you literally whatever the fuck you want to watch. Option. You can type it in and there you go. Yes. But damn, don't you wish you lived in a world where you could successfully <laughs> arrange a gangbang now? Right. And have it be great. Got called James I've heard Dean. of that happening. No, do you find, he's okay, not, I'm good. still obsessed with, do oh, you have, do you find, yeah. like, are you, like, who's your favorite aesthetically, like, female celebrity? Who's, like, your girl crush celebrity? Priyanka Chopra. <gasps> she's so hot. Okay. Oh my God. So, I think she's the most beautiful so woman So a woman of color, but not yeah. a black woman. She's, I think she's the most beautiful woman in the world. There's plenty of black women I think are beautiful. But, but okay, so you're not yeah. like you, you, no. you find black women attractive. I love, I mean, I love being black. I love, okay, black that's women. good to hear. Um, I don't know. I maybe, maybe it's a degrading thing. Maybe I just feel like porn's degrading. Oh, and I okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're we're spitballing here. I like yeah. that. We're getting some therapy going. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Vag fascinating. Hmm. Vag fascinating? Oh, no. I just said fascinating. Hmm. Like but that's, that's, vag fascinating. I like that, vag though. fascinating, Joy <laughs> I like that. Well, speaking of vag, you do a lot of work with Lady Parts Justice. Yes, I do. When yes, did you start working with them? Uh, from the inception of it, when it was just an idea. It oh, so you've been head. there from the first day. Yeah. Uh, she... Um, <laughs> Who was it? I think it was Peggy O'Leary asked me to do a, a show. She was like, do you want to do this show where we're raising money for this new organization? And I was like, sure. We did it at the Creek. And then afterwards, Liz like got us all together. And she's like, I have this idea for this organization. And, you know, we're going to come to my house and just start writing sketches and stuff like that. And so we'd go to her house on Sundays and she'd make dinner and we'd, uh, just try to brainstorm stuff and now it's a full blown organization. Yeah, you guys worked your ass off because this organization's yeah. really, their yeah. website is so fucking informative. It's such a great tool. Yeah. It's ladypartsjustice.com. Yeah. Or, or it's .com. Okay. Did she explain it to you initially uh, as like, we're going to use comedy to spread awareness? Yes. Is that how? Okay. Yes, that's exactly what it was. And I've always wanted to be involved in activism in some way, shape, or form. But yeah. it's like when you're pursuing comedy, you can't, it's like so hard to have. Different to, th- to do anything, yeah, to else, do anything really. else. I mean, to even have a relationship or a pet, like it's anything else. People, I think people don't get really get it. Yeah, <laughs> and, the, and you're not the, making money in the meantime. Yeah, the beginning time. stages I'm also are not making can money. be soul sucking. You're broke. Yeah. You're it's it's a long. It's a I don't hurdle. know what it's not going to be soul sucking, but <laughs> it might not ever <laughs> not be. Ever I don't happen. know. There's always a but, part for me. Of, I, I mean, anywhere in the entertainment business that has been soul sucking, but you just hope that the other stuff outweighs. The soul yeah, sucking, I exactly. think is crossed. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. So she, when she posed it like that, I was like, wow, this is a way that I could do both. I could do comedy and activism. So it's perfect. Yeah. It just lit my heart up. And, and now, what year was that? 
2013. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. Have you ever um, done escorting where you yeah. um, you walk? This sounds like sex work, but I know I was going to yeah. say it is a form of sex work, but also escorting uh, clinic escort, which I, is where you walk. Uh, women to from their cars to the entrance of a, a women's health clinic or Walk sexual them past the protesters. And yes. have you know have you any any uh, instances where you were um, being a clinic escort that stuck out where either the protesters said something that made you want to punch them in the face? Because that's why I was I've always been worried about volunteering for that because I'm like I'm gonna lose my shit, make it about me, and punch the guy in the <laughs> fucking face. I'm really good. With the protesters. Um, really? Yeah. Like, what yeah. are some tips that they gave you to train you to do that? Yeah. Um, well, th- one of the things is, like, you try to stay focused on the girl. Mm-hmm. And, and um, talking to her, just making her feel comfortable, letting her know what you've been through. I've had my own abortion, so it's like you can talk to them. But another thing that I do is I engage the protesters so much that they are not even paying attention to the girls going in. Mm-hmm. And nice. I've had that experience. Distraction. Yeah, exactly. Because they're so caught up in me that they're forgetting that. Because you're telling, what do you do? to do? That? I mean, I'll, I just talk to them. I just ask them questions. Oh, like, yeah. Because I love getting to the bottom of their psyche. I am so um, fascinated by a, a clinic protester. Yeah. I am fucking, it they're blows fa- my mind. They're fascinating. Especially the male ones. Yeah. Who and, don't and even have they're the mostly, parts. They're mostly men. Right? They're I was going to say, men. I've only... Um, yeah. we, we interviewed a photographer, um, Wendy Kent, who who took photos uh, of protesters outside of abortion clinics. And yeah. I saw that. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because that would make me even more mad. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's infuriating. If you, if you look at it from that perspective, it's a face value infuriating. But talking to them so the thing that when i talk to them i just like to get to the bottom of what of what they're doing because i'm coming from my perspective of abortion is fine with me and i've had one so i want you to tell me to my face yeah. i'm a bad person yeah and i'm going to hell and yeah. back this up with uh-huh. facts and information that goes beyond your you know schooling from religion as a child and i just i've had great conversations with these guys like really i had a guy in atlanta because we did a 16 city tour last year yeah that was two months amazing through oh, all the red being states. clinic escorts we were clinic escorting and we did were shows? doing shows yeah yeah cool it was so fantastic and um the first city was atlanta and we were going into the clinic in atlanta and there were just two guys outside one of them had a duck dynasty two guys beard. oh God, yeah of course they were they were the ones they were like the stragglers because mm. usually once all the women are in most of the protesters leave these but are the, the women come in the clinic at one time is it like a set time or usually in the morning they're they're all mm, coming okay. in and then, then they, they trickle out as the day goes on so these are the evil men who want to wait to yell at them when they're on their way out oh who don't you even know. know what they're going into the clinic for they could, they be, could be getting birth control or pap smear, smear or care for their child that they would like to have. Yes, like, exactly. Uh, yeah. Okay. And Other so when you're happen. escorting people, are you only escorting women who are getting abortions or can you escort anyone who's getting any service? Well, the thing is, um, our focus right. with Lady Parts Justice are the clinics that are just, just abortion They're just clinics. doing abortions yes. at the oh, clinics. Okay. Those know. are the ones that oh, are under that. the most fire outside of Planned Parenthood because these are just the independent clinics. Right, okay. They do do other so services. I didn't know their work. Oh, okay. They, but mostly their predominant service is abortion. Oh, okay. and so they're the ones that are it'll most be, likely the customer, the, the client or people they see are yes. going in there for that. Yes, okay, got it, got it'll it. be set, I think 70% usually of okay. their service is abortion versus 
Planned Parenthood's three percent. Okay, so so you got that d- dynasty guy. Yeah, and he's and he's just out there, and I just you Did know he have a sign? asking him questions. Yeah, his side brought whatever said women are whores. Yeah. I mean, don't get an yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and and we're just talking back and forth. I found out he had five kids. He had five kids, and the That's dude next to him had seven kids. Hmm. And I was just like, are you kidding? Are you kidding? I was like, you really want more children in the world? And what I just, there was a, an epiphany moment that I'm trying to remember right now that we had. Um, was he angry when he was talking to you or was he calm? No, he okay, was calm. That's good. He was calm. Um, and he just got, he just started to like me as a person. I'm a very yeah. likable person. You are. I'm yeah. Lovable, <laughs> you're honest. You're a perfect clinic I'm escort. I'm a lovable human. Uh, Do you have a temper? I, do. I have a temper when if I'm being disrespected um, consistently then you'll go off yeah, yeah. but I'm passive aggressive oh, okay like I was just <laughs> I was just beefing with my roommate and I would like I was taking the Amazon fire stick remote when I left the house <laughs> I'm petty. I like no. That's good though. Sometimes oh, you gotta be so petty. Good. It was oh, so God. good. It was so good. She funny. was so bad because she was on the the Handmaid's Tale finale. Oh my <laughs> God, that's so fucking funny. That's really funny. Joanna. I was like, bitch, fuck with me. So that's the thing. Like, I I don't have a temper actually at all. Right. But push me, and I'm gonna and do, I'll something do something fucked up. Take fuck your with you. I'm gonna. I'm ruin not gonna your bite you, but I'm gonna ruin. Oh, be petty. Yeah. That's perfect. I'm, I'm way pettier than than angry. I um, wish. Yeah. I don't recall. It's going to come to me. I don't recall right now what the epiphany was with that guy, but um, what's what's he, the has like to me? After. Have any of did you get your number? No, I'm just kidding. It wasn't like that. Ha, have you ever had a guy or a woman, a, a, a protester outside of a clinic say something that really got under your skin or that? Well, they try one of the whenever they see a black person, they, mm. they yell black things. Like, oh, my God. For example, one of the things that were yelled at me is uh. Martin Luther King Jr. didn't die so you could murder babies. <laughs> and I'm like... I was like, what do you mean by black things? <laughs> oh, like try to inspire you. I see. And I'm oh like, my you God. You are exactly correct. Martin Luther King did not die. Now he abortion. got killed by white people. Yeah. So that like, like, so had that. nothing yeah. to do with that. It actually had nothing to do with it. You are correct. Oh. So we're just saying... saying things. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, and, and it's like, I guess... For a, a, a younger black girl, and that's the part that makes me angry. It's like there might be a 16 year old. Yeah. We've had stories from these yeah. clinics where, like, it's an 11 year old that's raped by her foster father. Oh my God. Things like that. Wait. And, and then you have to walk her, and then she, on top of all the horrible things that have happened in and, her life, and people are, she's going to get. get and so that's Ooh, the part see, where the then, temper, yeah, the oh, temper, whoo. that's that's under If there was even anybody here. standing outside with a sign, yeah. I would go up to them and punch them in the fucking head. Yeah, yeah. That's what, mm-mm. Yeah, I was, I, I was told. That's not helpful. They to told us. Nope. Right, right, right. Especially for that poor girl. <laughs> Everyone's getting arrested. Um, <laughs> they, they, oh. they said this poor baby, She she's brought oh. in by her foster parents and she's talking the to the raped- other girls in the, record, in the um, recovery room. Because they didn't know she was raped. Um, Did she know? So she the was parents raped? just brought her in and kind of like, like, oh, that she was out on the streets. Some, <gasps> they made up a like story, that, right? Okay. Oh and my so god. So the girls in the room from talking to her ended up finding out that she got raped because she's like, my she... daddy said that if I come here and I don't tell anybody, <gasps> I can get ice cream after. Fuck. 
Yeah, that's those are the type of stories we were hearing on the road, and shit, and dude. that's why I'm like, I will fight anyone who wants to say that we can't make this choice for ourselves and oh, for our bodies. It and is the like ultimate uh, a choice that a man will never have to make. Mm-hmm. That's that's mm-hmm. such a big part of it, and I know. Um, I've tried to wrap my head around people who are anti-choice for a very long time. And we've had people email us, men and women, just kind of because I'm like, explain, please explain where you're coming from. Because you're obviously coming from somewhere and you're passionate about where you're coming from. So I would like to know where is that? What are the roots? And it's a a lot of the times it's religion and and the baby murder. The baby, the, ba- the, murder. The, 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 the language. Yeah. And then you and then honestly, Lady Parts Justice, we interviewed Liz Winstead and she was telling us about how the language that's being used the, and, and how it can be so manipulative and misleading. Of yeah. this. Well, we're pro-life. Well, that sounds fucking great. But no, you are anti-choice. You're, You're anti-choice. anti-choice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, and, and a lot of them are just um, they just don't know. And so when I go to these places, I like to talk to the young people because at least sometimes a young person might be able to change more valuable brain, their point of view. And I was talking to this young guy, I forget which city outside of a clinic. uh, We were actually at Politicon, which Uh is um, uh, like political, political nerds go to this thing in LA. So you get like, it's an abortion convention. convention. No, that's, that's a different thing. (laughs) Uh, I've been to that too, but. Oh, is it? Yeah, this abortion convention called ACN. Yeah, yes. Oh, yes. Let's go. The abortion. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Um, so I was <laughs> talking to this young guy, and he was just trying. He was trying to get to the bottom of it. Like he was very contemplative, and he was like, "I'm against Aww. abortion. I want to talk to you about it." I was like, "Sure, let's talk about it." That's great. And um, he was basically saying, "I was like, so you know, if a woman is raped or uh, incest or what have you, do you think that she should be able to have an abortion?" He's like, "I guess." I could consider it. And I was like, oh, how big of I you? was like, do you, yes. I was like, do you understand what you just said? Like the cut, the concept of the fact that you feel like you are judging mm-hmm. the decision a woman's making. I was like, what if a girl was just in college and she just had sex with her boyfriend accidentally got pregnant? I was like, do you think she should be able to have an abortion? He's like, probably not. And I was like, well, that's what happened to me. Yeah. And, and, and he just wasn't expecting to have that moment in my face. Yeah. So I was like, tell me right now. That I shouldn't have made that decision, and I could just tell something clicked in his head. Because you humanized the problem yeah, for him. Exactly. It, you yeah. had you. You're looking into the eyes yeah. of a woman who have had has had that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, wow. And it's like they they never think of it that way because they don't have to. So that's that's my goal is what I'm. Whatever I'm talking to them, I just try to give them a perspective that they didn't think about because they're just Man. so murder, 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 murder. I'm like, all right, chill out. Yeah, that would have changed the whole course of your life had you had that Completely. child. Like yeah. you, you probably wow. wouldn't be sitting here right now. Totally. Not. Thank you on behalf of every person Hello. for doing that sir every you, you, woman who ever has we yeah. don't need more people we yeah. really don't we i just don't. i was i just looked up the death rate and the birth rate by day it's a lot more people being born than dying for sure so and well, yeah, like twice as more many as technology yeah. and medicine and stuff improves people are living longer and so there really is this like overload of humans there well, I was going to say that it is where the United States is uh, out of all the developed nations. Aren't we last in um, uh, the mother giving birth their death rate? Oh, I know. It. I, I know it's low. Okay. I know it's not or we're good. very low. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not good. Because okay. I feel women... like that part of it is contributed to the attitude this country fucking has about women uh, making their own decisions and shit and just like taking care of women. Yeah. It seems. Oh, well, we just hate women. 
Yeah, I mean, it's true. Um, and I, can you talk a little bit about your own? I've heard you talk about your abortion before, more, more, more so like comedically in your in your stand up set, which I love. Uh, but it's interesting to me now getting to learn more about you because I didn't know that you were considered yourself to be prudish, and yeah. so I think that's very interesting and kind of like cuts the stigma, or not even the stigma, like this this preconceived notion that people have about like, oh, if you're getting an abortion, you must you're have been just out here yeah. fucking everyone fast times at Ridgemont yeah. High. Uh, uh, and so you were just having sex with your boyfriend who you just told us about the good one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, was, it was my boyfriend in college. Um, he, I had had a death, a very close death in the family to mm. me. So I was reckless. I was just in one oh, of those modes yeah. of like, I don't care about anything. Like yeah. to be taken away from you at any moment. Exactly. Yeah. And we were on the way to, to the funeral, actually. Sorry to make it sad guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're all the way to the funeral. I'm so horny. Stop. We were, <laughs> we were on an Amtrak train and mm. I was like, let's go fuck in the bathroom. <laughs> and we we fucked on the floor of a handicapped stall. See, that's the grossest part. The Amtrak. I remember there was something that I found horrific and it was definitely not the abortion part. And it was the fact that, wait, it, so it, you conceived the bathroom on an Amtrak train on the way to a funeral. On the way to a funeral, girl. That's, that's comedy gold. That's comedy gold. gold. That's so. That, that, he was on the floor. Was there. Oh, okay. Because I was like, there's always urine on the kidding. floor. He was on the floor. Okay, oh, he really wanted some floor. puss. Yes, he did. And you, you know, know they'll stop at nothing. Yeah, they'll do anything. And how do you know one hundred percent that that was the that was conception right there? I felt it. <gasps> really? I've yes. heard this. I've heard this. Can My you very close this? friend has had one, and and she knew. She knew it was crazy. I knew. What? Yo. Like what was the feeling? What the fuck? magic? I, Miracles I, are. Real. I mean, and it's odd enough to because you know as they say life begins at conception. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know, anybody. right? No, Shh, don't don't tell any of them this, guys. But uh, I it was like the second he came. No way. I it, it was like uh, and I was like it was just like a that wasn't was no like, ordinary oh, load. Yes, it was. It, I I had that thought. I was like, uh oh. I I remember immediately. Had you had sex without we a condom a before? Yeah. Really? Wow. And but you're on the pill other times or like what? I I try I struggle with the pill because I'm not good at doing anything consistently uh, okay <laughs> i was like me too maybe mentally cra- okay yeah. no, no, no. i will also yeast but whatever um <laughs> i just i'm not good at consistent because so i had tried birth control mm-hmm. condoms all that stuff um and my mother's a led nurse so right. she's not a fan of like iud's or oh really um, or the shot or anything like that uh-huh. so uh we tried birth control but i, j- I just couldn't take with it and mm-hmm. I was, once again, just being reckless. And we, yeah. So were we using like pull out method or? Yeah. Oh, okay. this time we didn't pull out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Did he ever not pull Amtrak. out without a con? Yeah, right. That should be their slogan. I don't remember. On Amtrak. I don't remember. So okay. You felt it. You this knew. is so fucking now. Really you tell him after after you he after you guys got up and went back to your seats from the bathroom. Were you like? I don't think so. I think I just kept as we do as women. We, well, because you doubt you. You're like, yeah. Nah. Like, nah. Also, no you don't want to like ruminate on that. You're probably pregnant. No. Well, so <laughs> so you didn't have like funeral. fear in your heart immediately because I would have had fear in my heart immediately. I did. Yeah. yeah okay. For sure. I okay. Was worried. I when was worried. how no? And then when did you just took a pregnancy test? You pee on a stick, and that's maybe like. Two months later. <gasps> Two months. Really? Yeah. Oh, I wait. I was like, Ugh. were you just yeah. avoiding because you knew? For you sure. Knew? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can and already feel a, my body you changing. You peed on the. Yeah. yeah. And I then what? A, what was your first thoughts in your head? What were the first thoughts? Fuck. Once again, I mean, because 
my life was in shambles at that time because 9-11 happened that year. Uh-huh. Um, oh. So it was like 9-11. And then, then my cousin 9/11. died. Yeah. Then my cousin died, found out his grandmother, who was my aunt, had cancer. And she was going to die. Oh, my God. And then I was pregnant. So all of that happened Jesus. all at the same time. And I'm in college. I'm a junior in college. Oh, so yeah. I'm trying to pass classes. Yeah. And it was literally, it was honestly, I didn't even really care. Because I, because my mother, the way my mother met my biological father, he was an abortion doctor. Oh. So she was his nurse. So I. Oh, wow. You abortion, come from a, fa- like yeah. a, a family of female reproductive rights. Just badasses. Like, yes. yes. Nice. So I knew it was not going to be a problem when I told my mother. Right. Because I, I, I told her and she literally was she like, well, what do you want to do? Yeah. Like, yeah. Either way. Because she even said, you could have the baby because I was due in the summer. She was like, you could have the baby. Go back, finish your senior year. I'll take care of it. Oh. And then we can. Wow. I know. And that just, oh. that makes me. Oh, man. even cry to think about it. My mother's the That's sweetest beautiful. human on the planet. Uh, but That's I was like, amazing. I can't do that to you. Yeah. Uh, so. And she, so was your boyfriend there with you at the time when you found out? Yep, I'm pregnant. Was he there? Probably, yeah. I was probably at school when I found out, but he wasn't there for the abortion. Why not? Because we got to an argument that day. Oh, God. Oh, no. Yes, I was alone. And my mother was out of town. Oh. And, and did I you get the um, the procedure, uh, not the pills, but the one, the respirate? The... Well, luckily, I went to a doc- a family friend doctor. Okay. So he put me to sleep. Oh. So, yes. I say I have a fancy rich lady abortion. <laughs> <laughs> I had wow. a fancy rich lady How long abortion. were you asleep for? I don't know. I, shit. Probably like not much. And then to did someone pick you up? Because doesn't somebody have to pick you up? After yeah, that my no? cousin yeah. dropped me off and picked me up. Okay, okay, yeah. that's good. Oh my God, you got into a fight. Was a fight about that? The fight was pretty much him being scared to come to New Jersey because he lived in Boston. Okay. He was scared to come to New Jersey because he's scared his mother would find out. And I was like, you pussy. I was like, I, you, you balls, you set of weak ass balls. The fact that you don't have to tell your mother. And you don't have, have to get to the abortion. You don't have to get the abortion. Yeah, it was it was Woo. it was that fight. And Make it so, about him. Yeah, we totally made it about him. And then he was like, I mean, I'm scared because he would come to my house all the time during break. So it's like your mother's not going to think if you'd be like, I'm going to go to Jersey. Wait, did he live with his mom? Why was he telling his mom his whereabouts at all times? When yeah, he was in college. Yeah, we were in Jersey? college. Yeah. So, you but know, you go home for break. Oh, but his parents in Jersey too? I do shit all the time. <laughs> no, his parents were in Boston. His oh. mother was in Boston. Oh, I see. And so like well, he had a report back like why he wasn't going to be home in Boston during break. And that's what the fight was about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he was like, I can't. I'm scared to tell her all that stuff. And I was like. Did you break up after that? Eventually. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Damn. But not like how like, soon after or. I, it, it, from then it was the slow decline. downhill yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah and also you're dealing i'm crazy people in my family are dying left and right yeah. so i'm also at my wits end yeah. so i wasn't a fun person at that time did you yeah, have emotional repercussions from the abortion uh i don't i just feel like it was just a shit pile that year so, yeah. it, so it's all, all mixed it all goes in with everything what yeah. else could we pile on to this pile of shit was right what yeah. it was. Damn. so it's i'm sure if we dig deep <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you don't like to watch black women have sex no i don't know <laughs> <laughs> great callback I don't, I don't know no i just i i sure i'm sure there's some emotional repercussions but society I, mostly does that to us uh, yes I agree. I fucking agree. Um, 
<laughs> I love the way you brought that back. I kind of like, yeah, I was like, I think that's like really the perfect ending. Yeah. Is there the anything episode. else you want to, uh, talk about or promote? What do you want to promote? Promote. Oh, I'll be on, uh, be? tomorrow. Well, what is this here? In a week from this coming Friday. Okay. So well, we can have. Go on True TV. There's a show called Laugh Tracks. I am a part of that. Nice. That's so cool. Uh, that's airing. Well, you guys, you, it'll have aired already by the time you guys hear this. So just look it up. It's The show's called Laugh Tracks. So that's coming out. And Bus Magazine this mm. this uh, month. This is the anniversary of Roe v. Wade. Yes. 45th anniversary. And so that issue is out. Um, and I also, you know, I've, ta- I've been doing a lot of interviews about... Uh, Rose anniversary, so yeah, yeah. you have a great photo. Not that that's what it's about, but it didn't hurt. I love that picture. <laughs> and where can we find you online? It comes to your stand up. Uh, yeah, joyelnicole.com. That's my website, and at joyelnicole's everything. So Instagram, okay. Twitter, all that stuff. Perfect. And, oh my God. So they put a promo for the true TV thing, and I've got like 1,500 followers in a day. I was like, yo, crazy. that's so great to hear. Yeah. I TV love that show. I watch it all the time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming and sitting down with us. And yeah. for all the work you forever. do. Yes. Thank We're you, forever God. grateful for all the hard work you put in. Your home for production. Family. Rights. Really? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Tell them all we said thanks. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> this has been, guys, we fucked the anti slut shaming podcast. We'll Talk to you next Friday. Think about it. Oh, don't talk about it if you ain't about it. Oh, around it, they call me Kimo Sabi. Oh, you probably think I won't forget about you. No, you better ask somebody. Oh. shopping it's all about finding the right fit for you and there's only one lingerie brand that offers bras and sizes double a through g and that is third love find your perfect fitting bra today go to thirdlove.com slash gwf and get 15 percent off your first purchase that is thirdlove.com slash gwf again and i repeat thirdlove.com slash gwf This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. 
BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. 